Good morning, and welcome to Presbyterian Church of the Covenant. Christ is risen. What? He is risen. We're Easter people, right? We ready to go? No, I'm just kidding. Remember last week? I just went straight to it. Anyway, inside joke. Me and Amy are laughing. Uh, got a couple announcements for us. One of them is this Saturday, 2 p.m., Elizabeth Van Dorn's memorial service uh, will be in the sanctuary. Don't miss it. Amazing woman of God, now dancing on streets of gold. Um, Next week, also, it's the Orange County Marathon. And I have to look at the route. um, Well, I don't, did they have this the last couple of years? Not the last couple of years. Everybody's going, yeah, yeah, uh, maybe. (laughs) Because of COVID, that stuff. I don't know if we they did it as much, you know. Um, so it's going to be a little tricky getting to church, I think. Isn't that right? Okay. Man, what else we got? Strawberries right after this. Strawberry festival. Are you excited about that? Give you guys a B minus. Okay. <laughs> I think that's it, the announcements. Have you heard that I'm glad you're here yet? Yes. Right now. Right now. Well, I am. And uh, the team is too. Let's continue in, in worship, re, worshiping our risen in Christ. Let's please stand for this morning's call to worship. It comes from Psalm 150. I'm going to read verses 1 and 6. And this is from the Passion Translation. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Praise God in his holy sanctuary. Praise him in his stronghold in the sky. Let everyone everywhere join in the crescendo of ecstatic praise to Yahweh. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Let's worship the Lord in spirit and in truth.
That's me. Would you please uh, come up here, students and youth and children, everybody that's younger, on the younger end of the spectrum? Hey, Violet. Glad you're here. Glad you're here, too. I know. Malia's like, Nora, Nora. I know. Rocking the Devo. I love it. Hey, Robert. Look at this. This is kind of fun. Kind of hanging out behind the table. What's your favorite fruit? Raise your hand. Carter, what's your favorite fruit? Apples. Apples? That's a, that's a surprise. That's really good, though. I like, I like apples. Watermelon. Also watermelon. Watermelon and mango. Watermelon and mango. Breaking the rules. You're a chase kid, I know it. What? Kiwi. Ooh. You got anybody over here like a favorite fruit? Do you like fruits? Raspberries. A fresh raspberry is hard to beat. Kiwis. You got some favorite fruits? What are some of your favorite fruits? Strawberries. Because of the strawberry festival. You get it? White peaches. Ooh. That's got to come from my wife, right? It's always the most expensive. Uh, we're studying in here, we're studying this book called Galatians. Paul wrote this letter to this church in Galatia. And he says, when Jesus died... He paid for all of our sins. And then he says, if you claim him as your Lord, you have faith in him, all your sins are covered, and you also get this this gift, this God, this part of God, the part of the triune God, Holy Spirit, living in you. You have Holy Spirit. Ever heard of the Holy Spirit? Okay, good. You heard of the Holy Spirit? Okay, he hasn't. It's a huge concept to learn on a Sunday morning as a kid, right? <laughs> right? But the point of the text is that we're studying this morning amongst us as adults is we realize we have this Holy Spirit living through us. All we have to do is say, live through us. You've been, given, you've been given to us through Jesus Christ dying for our sins and all kinds of fruit comes out. But it's not like strawberries or kiwis. It's love. Actually, think for a second. I'm going to read some words and pick out some of your favorites of this. Okay? Love, joy, peace, Patience, kindness, generosity, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Did any of those stand out to anybody? Kindness. Kindness. Self-control. Peace. Peace. Patience. Patience. It's convicting, right? (laughs) Those are all the things I'm struggling with. Anyway, I want to do something different. Why don't you stand and put uh, put your hands out at the congregation. 
And repeat after me. May you, PCC, grow to love one another and live in the Spirit. Congregation, you can put your hands down. A plus, by the way. If you have gold stars, anybody's teaching, give them gold stars. Repeat after me. Students and children, may you grow in love. And may the Holy Spirit flow through you. And all God's people said, Amen. Boom. Released. Released the Kraken.
Tasted and seen of the sweetest of loves, where my heart becomes free and my shame is undone. In your presence, Lord, Holy Spirit. Flood this place and fill the atmosphere. 
Christ himself bore our sins in his body on the cross so that, free from sin, we might live in righteousness. Trusting in God's grace, let us confess our sins. Merciful God, in your gracious presence, we confess our sin and the sin of this world. 
Although Christ is among us as our peace, we are a people divided against ourselves as we cling to the values of a broken world. The profit and pleasures we pursue lay waste the land and pollute the seas. The fears and jealousies that we harbor set neighbor against neighbor and nation against nation. We abuse your good gifts of imagination and freedom, of intellect and reason, and have turned them into bonds of oppression. Lord, have mercy on us. Heal and forgive us. Set us free to serve you in the world as agents of your reconciling love in Jesus Christ. Amen. All of us, like sheep, have gone astray. But now we have returned to the shepherd and guardian of our souls. In the name of Jesus Christ, we are forgiven. Amen. Stand.
Beautiful. This is the finale or the last one we're going to be preaching on Galatians. Uh, next week is a, a new month, new series. We're going to be Red Letter Maze. No, Red Letter Maze, yeah. Red Letter May, that's what it is. That's a catchy title, right? Because we're Red Letter Jesus, you know. Is anybody awake? Okay, good. Just making sure, just making sure. Galatians. We've, uh, I, a couple things before I get to the text. I just want to remind everybody, Galatians is one of the earliest of the New Testament. It's one of the first things written. So Pentecost has already happened, and it hasn't been written about. But Paul kind of wraps up Pentecost in, and, and, and links it with the cross. Because I'll, I'll, I'll bring up more as we read more. Um, and then, what's another thing I need to bring up? This is a continuation. This is the next passage after what we studied yes, uh, last week, not yesterday. Last week, it's Easter. And you remember what I preached about last week. For freedom, Christ has set us free. And I was blown away by this concept that eluded me all of my life, even though I grew up in the church. I never really linked the Exodus event with the crucifixion and resurrection event. And that means as part of being Easter people, like part of the definition of being Easter people is our sins are forgiven. We've been redeemed, but we've been set free. We're second Exodus people. With the Holy Spirit, we're, we're living with Jesus as our Lord now, and no longer under the reign of this current place. Right? And so let's, I just want to remind us of that, and then let's read this text, Galatians 5, starting in verse 16. Paul writes this. Live by the Spirit, I say, and do not gratify the desires of the flesh. For what the flesh desires, it is opposed to the Spirit. And what the Spirit desires is opposed to the flesh. For these are opposed to each other, to prevent you from doing what you want. But if you are led by the Spirit, you are not subject to the law. Now, if this, now the, the works of the flesh are obvious. Fornication impurity, lasciviousness, idolatry, sorcery, enmities, strife, jealousy, anger, quarrels, dissensions, factions, envy, drunkenness, carousing, and things like these. I am warning you, as I warned you before, those who do such things will not inherit the kingdom of God. By, ta- by contrast, the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, generosity, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. There is no law against such things. And those who belong to Christ Jesus 
have crucified the flesh with its passions and desires. If we live by the Spirit, let us also be guided by the Spirit. Let us not become conceited, competing against one another, envying one another. This is the word of the Lord. My kids are a part of this charter school thing. And every once in a while, to make sure they turn out kind of normal, they get them together with other charter school kids from around the area. And we went up to a place called Griffith Park. Ever heard of it? Okay, I put it. That, just side note, that's where Malia and I got engaged. My name's Griffith, Griffith, never mind. Okay. Uh, we, uh, we went up there, and then we were also celebrating a dear friend of ours' birthday that evening. And we don't go behind the orange curtain very much. We don't go past it. You know, we, when we go into L.A., we're committed. And so we go, we go into L.A., and so we're going to hang out, and we're going to spend some time in L.A., and we got this big gap of time. And one thing you may or may not know about me, I'm a huge shepherd fairy. He's an artist. He started uh, this Obey clothing company, you know, and you've seen the Andre the Giants. Uh, that, that he's an artist. He's a street artist. And I just love his art. I, I, he, and he's, he started in New York and then ended up out here. Um, and so there's shepherd fairy paintings on walls in different places. And so um, we're at Griffith Park, and I look it up, and one of my favorite ones is called this, the Peace Elephant. And it's this elephant, and it's got all this pretty designs and it's, it's gorgeous and it's on the side of a library in Hollywood or West Hollywood, West LA or Beverly Hills I don't remember which one we're driving and we're noticing everyone's going the other direction, have you ever been to LA? has anybody been to LA? I guess if you head west it's okay but if you want to head east it's not okay it's, it's, it's absolutely not okay. So as we're driving, we're noticing, oh my gosh, this is going to be quite a trek to get back to the place where we're going to go to dinner. And we get to this library, and we're walking around it, we're talking to everybody, nobody knows anything about it, until we, we, know, we talk to a local, and the guy says, yeah, they just built a building right over that. So the, the peace elephant isn't there anymore. And I get back in the car, and my kids aren't very happy with me at this point. <laughs> my wife isn't very happy at me. So we spend like two or three hours getting back like 12 miles. It's nuts how it's traffic there is. Um, fast forward. A couple weeks ago, I'm at a pastor's breakfast that Trellis is putting on. And it's at one of those churches that's just started over by Rock Harbor. Um, I forget the name of it. I think it's Canvas or Community or, I don't know. So we're cruising over there and meeting these pastors. And I'm going up the 55, and I get off on Baker. And as I'm exiting, I'm slowing down to the light. And I look to my right, and there's a ginormous shepherd fairy painting at Baker in the 55. (laughs) Has anybody seen it? That's Shepherd Fairy. 
And I think it's better than the peace elephant. It's phenomenal. And I'm like, holy smokes, this is awesome. I wasted that whole day. (laughs) And there's one right by the church I serve. The power that raised Jesus Christ from the dead is in you. That same power that raised Jesus from the dead, a.k.a. the Holy Spirit, is in you. You say yes to Jesus, Holy Spirit shows up and lives in and works through you. That's all throughout this New Testament. And it's, it's slightly mentioned in, in the verse later. Um, it's alluded to. That's a truth that escapes me and you, I think, a lot. Or you and I. Paul gives us a command right at the beginning of this text. Live by the Spirit. And he says, I say, meaning like, who had grandparents that said, listen up. I'm about to tell you something that you should really, really cling to. Nobody. Okay. (laughs) Listen up. Live by the Spirit. And the word right there in Greek actually literally means walk. Step by step, day by day, moment by moment, walk in the Spirit. Walk by the Spirit. And then he just does a simple compare and contrast. He says, okay, you can do works of the flesh. What happens if you're doing works of the flesh? He paints with this brush and it, 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 it shows everything as it really is. Like you, walk, you watch on TV and works of the flesh look shiny and beautiful. And they look fun and they're going to last forever. And you're going to be full of happiness. And you're going to be... It's, It ends with all this stuff. Listen to that. Look, read that list again. Works of the flesh are obvious. Fornication. Who in here knows someone who is pulled down by lust? I've seen a grip person. This person was walking closer to Jesus than most people that I've ever seen. Lust got it creeping, and I remember his, he married, had a couple kids, and I remember her describing him as he drove away, choosing lust over his family, choosing fornication over his family. And the wife saying to me, it looked like Satan was looking back at me. 
Paul is saying, this, this stuff looks pretty and shiny. It leads to death and darkness and all kinds of things that will wreck you. Impurity, lasciviousness, idolatry, sorcery, enmity, strife. He's putting this compare and contrast, and the choice is simple, right? Isn't it simple? If it's not simple, I, 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 don't, I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> this, that's, he says, okay, you can, uh, we, do you ever play Would You Rather? This is like, would you rather get struck by lightning or have gold delivered to your house every day? <laughs> right? Would you rather this or would you rather that? Paul's laying it out, simple. And then he says, by contrast, the fruit of the Spirit is these things. But before I read that, I want to read, uh, N.T. Wright says this, and I I think it's really important. He says, there's an important point to be made about the contrast of plural works and singular fruit. The flesh produces a miscellany of bad behaviors linked only by their destructive tendencies. The fruit, singular, comes as a package. The Holy Spirit brings brings to us these things as a package. I have a Wednesday morning Bible study. There's a Wednesday morning Bible study that I'm a part of. It's called the Daytimers. Um, And... I'm at least half the age of most of the people in the room. And I'm learning tons. And not only about scripture, but just about life. There's a lot of people in this congregation, I didn't know this, that have roots in farming. Um, the other week, I, I, I was telling my wife about this the other day. That it, like These little tidbits and these little, these little things are gold. Just a heads up, I want to pause and say, hey, thanks for hiring me as your head pastor, and I love being here. Um, and I love these moments where I get the like, front row to these, these men, these real men teaching me what life is really about. Um, this first thing I learned, some people say almond rather than almond. <laughs> Have you ever heard that? Never in my life. Uh, Another was, because one of our members is a, was a, a, um, a nut farmer or whatever. I learned that pistachios grow in groups. Did you know that? If you want, this is a homework assignment. Look on YouTube and say, uh, harvesting pistachio trees. I guarantee you, you won't be disappointed. <laughs> These machines. And this took a, like, we, we, were, we were studying Revelation, but we ended up studying pistachios for about two hours. Uh, <laughs> but these tangents are what life's about, right? Anyway, they have these, these it's this, this thing. It's crazy. It's like a, like a mythical beast, but it's a machine. And it wraps its arms around this tree. And it has this thing that goes like, like this canvas thing that, that 
catches everything and it's kind of tilted like this and it all goes in this bucket and the thing goes and all these you see it's like it's like a rain on a tin roof sorry about Philip's like turn it down anyway uh, there's just all these pistachios raining down I think Paul I don't think he had pistachios in mind but I think he has that similar kind of idea of we as followers of Jesus, like I said, if we live by the Spirit, if we, we realize that the Holy Spirit is living within us, life kind of just shakes all this stuff out and things start falling that are positive and beautiful. And like I've said before, it's not complicated. It's not rocket science. Ortberg turned me that, t- told me this lesson a, a little while ago with that Me, I Want to Be book. If you want to be a spiritual person, what do you do? Remember, I, t- I, I, I told it, I, what? Talk about the Spirit. Right on. Steve was listening. Because remember last time I accidentally looked right at Steve and I said, what do you do if you're a Corvette person? And then afterwards he said, I am a Corvette person. Let me show you pictures. <laughs> and he just started talking. You talk about Corvettes. If you're a Holy Spirit person, you talk about the Holy Spirit. It's not rocket science. You just say, I allow you, Holy Spirit, to flow through me. Bring. That's it. That's, she, she shouted it out from the mountaintops. That's all. Allow the Holy Spirit to flow through you. Peace. What else do I need to say? I think I need to say something else. Right at the end. Well, actually, look at verses 24 and 25 again, just because it's worth it. This is Easter truth, people. This is Easter truth, and this is how the Spirit is unleashed on us that are free. You remember last week I was just talking about we're set free for freedom. And we live out that freedom by loving one another and being united with one another. And he calls it back to that. Because he sets the stage and says, those who belong to Christ Jesus have crucified the flesh. Tie that back. Works of the flesh. Where are they? They're dead. They're dead on the tree. The works of the flesh have been crucified and nailed to it. Dead. With its passions and desires. Wrapped it all up. And then the Spirit is implied to show up right then and there. As Jesus is rising from the dead, as, as I have been crucified with Christ and it is no longer I who lives, but Christ lives in me, that Spirit of Christ is synonymous in Paul with the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is flowing through you. The moment you say, Jesus, like we read that, uh, sometimes I love being a Presbyterian. Sometimes I love the fact that every Sunday we confess, you know what, we still stink, and we still mess up, and we still have wars, and we still have problems with our sins. 
and I need forgiveness yet again. And then whoever's reading that prayer confession looks me in the eye and says, guess what, Jason, once again this week you're free. I want to remind you, it's all nailed there and you're free and you got the Holy Spirit running the Holy Spirit direction. Allow the Holy Spirit to flow through you. If we are guided by the Spirit, and then he wraps it back up with the same command in 15. Look, look back at 15. If, however, you bite and devour one another, take care that you are not consumed by one another. Remember, that was the end of my Easter sermon. It was a call against unity. And then he ends this. Let us not become conceited in competing against one another, envying one another. He doubles down on his Easter message on what I was talking about last week. What did I say last week? I can't make it without you, brother. I can't make it without you, sister. You can't make it without me. We're in this. How many people are in this room? Quick answer, one. We got one, one people group. That is second exodus people. That is people set free by this cross. That is one people that have the same Holy Spirit that raised Jesus from the dead flowing through them, creating peace amongst us. Applications, simple. Allow the Holy Spirit to flow through you. Allow the Holy Spirit to flow through you. And watch it fall in bunches. Right? You ever have those days? I, I just Some of us are in the middle of not this. <laughs> you know what I mean? And I want to say a quick word to, to those people that are kind of, it's in the, in the storm time. You kind of can't feel the spirit. You kind of can't know what's going on. Look to your right and look to your left. Find somebody in here that remembers or is near a time where the spirit was flowing through him or her and everything made sense and everything was fitting together like a correct puzzle. We do this together. All God's people said? I just love it when you're smiling at me like that. I think we're going to have a hymn. Isn't that right?
as we continue in worship, um, I also want to, there's, there's different ways you can give and offer yourself. We just had our children's ministry director resign. And if you want to do children's messages, let Terry know. If you want to help out in the Sunday, yeah, she, she's back there, right there. And let her know if you want to teach and be a person in the Sunday school room, uh, teaching our young minds. And uh, my friend, uh, <laughs> right as I was about to get married, uh, he said, "Whenever you're, you know, you're you're about to get married and you're about to, you know, have to do dishes." He said, do a really bad job. And then she'll say, I'll do the dishes. <laughs> That's kind of why my children's message this morning wasn't up to par. Just kidding. But uh, I, just, I also, I just, I, that came into my head. Maybe I shouldn't have said it. Let's continue in worship. But honestly, if you want to do a children's message, you want to you s- spend some time serving amongst our children, uh, Talk to Terry after the service. If you're listening on the podcast, send your, your tithes and your offerings to Presbyterian Church of the Covenant, P.O. Box 2128, Costa Mesa, California, 92628. And if you're here, the offering plates will be in the back as you exit the, the, the worship service. Um, this morning's tithes and offerings are now received. After Paul had written about putting on the armor of God in his letter to the Ephesians, 
he summed up by saying this, Pray in the Spirit on all occasions, with all kinds of prayers and requests. With this in mind, keep alert and keep praying for all the Lord's people. With Paul's words in mind, please pray with me. Gracious and powerful God, we praise you for who you are, our creator, our redeemer, our sustainer, and we are your Easter people. We still bask in the glory of your resurrection, for you are risen and we are your people. We thank you for our blessings that are too many to count, the ability to worship freely, Costa Mesa's sunny and mild weather, living in a relatively peaceful and stable country, the love of family, friends, our church and neighbors. No matter what we are going through individually, you are with us. You will never leave or forget about us. You will never turn your back on us. O oh Lord, you pour your love lavishly on each and every one, and we are grateful. We pray for our world, for all people everywhere, a world in need of a Savior for countries experiencing political strife, we pray for your peace. We lift up the citizens of Ukraine and pray for your continued protection. Continue to prompt neighbors and strangers to lend a helping hand in whatever way they can. Lord, we pray for a swift and decisive end to this war in the name of Jesus Disrupt the aggressors and strengthen the Ukrainian citizens. We thank you already for the millions of unseen ways that you are already answering our prayers. Father, we pray for those in our country in the path of one of the many wildfires burning out of control. We pray for rain, water, and resources to thwart the flames. Calm the winds, O Lord. We pray for your protection for the hundreds of firefighters safeguarding lives and property. We pray for your mercy for those displaced and anxious. And again, Lord, we prompt, please prompt neighbors and strangers to come alongside those in need. Merciful God, there are so many needs right here in this room and on our hearts for those we love. We pause for a moment of silence to lift up those near to us in need of your Holy Spirit today. When we look around, so many of your saints, our friends, are missing. Whether you've called them home or they are unable to worship together with us, we pray your blessing on each. For those of us who are tired, Give us strength, O God. For those of us who are lonely, provide companionship, we pray. 
For those of us who are grieving, we pray for your divine comfort. For those of us who are struggling to make ends meet, we pray for your provision and abundance. For those who are struggling with addiction or depression, we bind the enemy in the name of Jesus and pray for your freedom for those in bondage. For those who are ill, waiting for surgery, going through treatments, looking for a diagnosis, we pray for our fresh and healing touch from your Holy Spirit. Specifically, we lift up those among us, Patty Ernest, Kay Deer, Gil Keller, Keith Coslin, Don Beard, and Sandy's father, Larry Corbett. Uplifting them with your righteous right hand and restoring each one to a vibrant health. Prod each one of us to remember our brothers and sisters in our daily prayers. Make this congregation known as a praying fellowship where all are welcome in worship. We thank you for our pastors and our worship leaders. Bless them and keep them. We continue worshiping you, O Lord, uniting with believers everywhere, praying the prayer you taught your disciples. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. Please stand for our final hymn. So, uh, in order to do this uh, in a big way, I want you to watch Micah and be there, okay? And uh, uh, just to warn you, there is a very high note in there. For everybody who thinks that he wants to have your opera moment in your life, <laughs> just go do that pitch and suppose you could get to that. <laughs>
You guys are having too much fun right there. I don't know if that's, that's, that's allowed in church. No, I'm just messing. I am so glad everybody showed up this morning. And he lives, right? He lives. I can't do that. <laughs> okay. Um, make sure you eat plenty of strawberries. Make sure you don't miss uh, remembering the life and ministry of Liz Van Dorn on Saturday at 2. Um, yeah. And then... I'll see you next Sunday. We'll start studying the Gospel of John, especially the red letter sections. But for now, receive this morning's benediction. May God's face shine upon you. May the power and the presence of the Holy Spirit guard and keep you. And may the peace of Christ, which transcends all understanding, guard your heart and your mind today, tomorrow, and forevermore. May it be so. Amen.